You're listening to the Frame 100 Podcast, a show by Brick Filmers for Brick Filmers. And welcome to the Frame 100 Podcast, the show with a 40% success rate for horror brick films. You're listening to episode 12 of the show. I'm Chris, known as School of Brick Productions, here with Trevor, aka Suited Ninja Nerd Studios. Hello. Sam, aka Locker74 Productions. I'm back, baby. And Marcus, aka Brick Hat Studios. Boo! Did that scare you? No, but your audio beeped. Oh. <laughs> okay. You, <laughs> I'm, you, I'm gonna have to fix already, that. Thanks, Marcus. You've, you've already ruined the recording and we're not even like 20 seconds in. I Disgusting. Oh no! Deplorable. Top oof. Oh well. Rubbish. Absolute uh, rubbish. How are we supposed to follow up? That I don't know how we're gonna follow. String of insults, uh, Trevor. Jared is that? currently adulting, so he's gonna be sitting out the next couple episodes. So. What Sorry a loser! For... Yeah. Why should being a why adult. why adult when you can brick film? That's that's all I have to say on that. There's money in adulting. Of course, all of us here making fun of Jared for adulting, like we don't ha- uh, have jobs or girlfriends or, or insurance lives or, or horror cars. films. Actually, I have a car. I have insurance. I have a job. I, doing too I well. don't. I have a mortgage. Okay, just go ahead and flex. Why don't you? Flex. <laughs> all right then. That was horrible. Anyways, let's yeah. uh, let's actually Excellent. talk about something of worth now. Now that we've we wasted. Talk about something scary, aka fright and fear. Good segue. AKA That's really scary the newest. About fright, the, scary, the scary part about Fright and Fear is that if you didn't enter a brick film, you have no chance of winning. That's good. Mm-hmm. You miss 50% yeah. of the chance. You, chance. You miss 50%. <laughs> chance? 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 You miss hey, 50% of the what? Fit, you miss. I feel like we're all just operating on like zero right now. Seriously. Mm-hmm. If you miss I've 50% of the day. shots you don't take, Wayne Gretzky. Michael no, Scott. it's you miss what? 99% of the shots you don't take. Whatever. Freaking well, 99% idiot. of that rate, you might as well just round it up to 100%. Exactly. There's a calculus limit. Yes. But the point oh being, guys, there were people out there who got 100% of the shots they did take. And by shots, I mean brick filming shots. And by which I mean Sam and his horror film. Yeah. I don't know. So Sam, when was the moment you decided that you were going to make a horror film? Uh, so this is going to be really weird, but so I bought the haunted house, uh, a modular, not modular, but uh county fair set. You're just going to keep the creator 18 plus set. Yeah. yeah. And I bought it and I was like, I really, I've, I've always been really attracted to, uh, the classic monster movies always, always have been. And not women. I get, what? <laughs> and not women. And, and yeah, not women. Um, <laughs> but Oh my goodness! Yeah, we went that we, the horror film. We, we went that way. Um, and I think after watching, yes. I think after watching uh, Penta's documentary series on the studios line and all the horror movies that this you know that that came out with like the monster series and that kind of thing, it was it kind of sparked in my head. I've been working on Ace Brickman for at what was that at that point like four months, give or take. And it sounds about right. I decided I was burnt out a little bit on Ace Brickman. Not that I don't love working on Ace Brickman, but that's what happens when you work on something consistently. Um, and I decided, you know what? It'd just be like that sometimes. I'm going to take this set and I'm going to make a video with it. And yeah, I started working on it 
what, beginning of June? Maybe. Was it? Sounds about right. Yeah, it was beginning of June. And then I stopped for... And then I was like, well, I need to get Ace Brickman done. So I stopped halfway through production of it, and I was going to finish it after I finished Ace Brickman. And then Bricks in Motion announced their Fright and Fear contest. And I was like, well... I don't know if I'm going to enter. And then all of these guys were like, you need to enter it. You need to finish it and enter it. And so I did. And yeah, here we are. And to that, I have to say coincidence. I think not. Easy killer. Wow, that that didn't land at all. It did not land. Uh, You guys aren't incredible stands like me. You guys aren't incredible stands like me. What losers. The fact that you call yourself a stan is making me think we need to go back to four hosts. Fan. <laughs> but there's four oh, of us oof. here. Your Three. math is, is incorrect. Why... <laughs> I'm going to guess Johnny Thunder because of Adventurers, but at the same time, and we talked about this a lot, do you consider this like an extension of the sets or more of just a general like mm. one-off that basically just revolves around I, Johnny Thunder? I know the Haunted House set had a lot of references to the Adventures theme. Adventurers theme, sorry. And so, I don't know if it's an extension. Because, I mean, spoiler for anybody who hadn't seen it. The mummy get you know, he, he gets Johnny Johnny Thunder. He, what? Yeah, I know, man. Hashtag not my Johnny Thunder. I think it's just... I, I, think, I think I'm making it just as a one-off. I think I just wanted a character that people recognized... And had a bunch of references in it, but I don't know. I, I think it's 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 its own thing. But I guess people can think what they want. I mean, people people like the la- or the Rise of Skywalker. So I mean, oh, they can think whatever. Bump they in the night too. It's been confirmed, ladies Ooh. and gentlemen. Let's go. There we go. Although for the record, I I felt more just as, as a human being with feelings and thoughts. I felt more during your film, Sam, than I ever did during Rise of Skywalker. Most people did. The movie sucked. This is I know true. It's a really low bar to set, but I just need to make sure we all understand that the bar is there. Mm. It is yeah. not a good movie. The bar is I mean, like an inch off the ground. This is true. <laughs> if <yes>. even that. <laughs> just like one centimeter off the edge of the seat. Barely. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll save thoughts on uh, Star Wars from when Jared's here. Yeah, he's got yes. some thoughts. Because, uh,. Yeah, he's he promised me an interrogation after I watched Rise of Skywalker. But the point being, even though that film was a horror, it wasn't a horror film. Mm-hmm. And Sam here has accomplished much with a set that he probably shouldn't have bought. But it's a good thing he bought. Yeah, good work, Sam. It, it's I have a bad tendency to like want big sets that I'm not going to do anything with. And we so, can tell. I mean, as you guys can see Oof. in the webcam on my modular sets, even though I do stuff with those, but the haunted house sets i don't i don't right now it's sitting on my mantle in my living room i just don't have anywhere to put it but it was cool um whatever gets the job done this was my first time actually working with flat tile like the whole film yeah the whole film is flat tile yeah like i was gonna ask about that because we've debated a little bit back and forth why are i don't know why, why do you use flat tile you usually use just studded planes or you just use like the sidewalk on the side of a road plate um so i decided to do flat tile it just it 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 looked good for the cinematography 
Um, it was nice to have the reflection from like the lightning or uh, the flashlight. It just it, it worked and it gave me more creative freedom to actually make the character move more fluidly. Um, and I know there's a big debate right now in the community on flat tile versus plate. And I'm in the mindset of it doesn't matter. It depends on what the context of the film is. Um, well, hey, well, when is there not a big debate in any community? True. True. Yeah. I mean, there's... This you comes can, made by the Ninjago fam. Oh. <laughs> you can easily do both uh, and technically still do plates in the long yeah. run anyway because just you just don't shoot their feet. Well, see, that's what or, I did. you know, whenever you're... Yeah, whenever, like, the ground is visible, you just don't have their feet visible um like you only have tile visible where you can see the tile and then everything else that you have like the characters positioned on is going to be done with plates like that's that's what i've always done um i I haven't done a ton of tile animation but that is what i do most of the time say that's what i did sam do wait go ahead marcus sorry sorry uh did you like use like what like what is that what I'm looking for is sticky. Yes, I sticky used attack. Uh, sticky tack. Oh, sticky since, tack. Since I knew it was going to be in black and white, I didn't really worry about having that much sticky tack in it. Um, and everything, there's a lot of shadows and everything in it, so I didn't worry. Like I said, I didn't worry about anybody seeing the tack. Um, so yeah, I use sticky tack. It's it's super easy to work with. Um, I I mean. So that's why you made it black and white. I mean, I made it black and white as a for the soul's sake of sticky to tack. pay tribute to pay tribute the whatever it is Hunger Games <laughs> stuff. No, um, no. But someone's gonna start whistling now. I can't. I can't whistle right now. Um, Sad. That's not gonna show up on the recording. Guys but anyway, yeah. It. I use sticky tack. It. It. It's nice. It's versatile. Versatile is that the word? Yes. Um. Yep. So yeah, it was it was actually a really fun experience to try and do something like other than Ace Brickman. As much as I love doing Ace Brickman, uh, it's nice to kind of have a change of pace for the kind of film you're doing. It was nice to do something more action based rather than just a lot of dialogue. So yeah, I mean, well, I think it turned out really cool. And if uh, if you don't win the contest, uh, I will create my own fright and fear entry it's called showing up to the judges houses uninvited and paying the money i mean okay, that didn't exactly work out as funny but more just creepy so we're yeah, not gonna that's, do that uh, i i, that's, I that's, did try and bribe, antagonistic i did try and bribe penta but he wouldn't take it <laughs> now nah, you can't you can't break penta that dude could work for the cia it's true. but uh point being congrats sam for finishing your entry it's awesome i love it uh, congrats to everybody actually listening who entered the contest. Good work. You made a film mm-hmm. and you made it on time. Especially Squidtastic who finished his then like minutes of the contest. Dylan. Oh yeah, didn't didn't you have a story regarding? Because I I happen to notice you had a credit oh, yeah. within that film uh, that I was interested in because I haven't heard the story yet. <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of funny. This sort of came out of nowhere. So I'm just you know hanging around in the chats, you know, just not doing anything crazy. And uh, Squidtastic's asking about some VFX, and I'm thinking, okay, he's probably just working on a film right now. I didn't know it was for his Fright and Fear entry. And so as I'm going ahead and working on, you know, scrolling through chat, just seeing what's up. 
Squidtastic asks, hey, does anybody uh, know anything about After Effects? And someone says, oh, Chris. And I'm like, sure, what's up? So he DMs me and he says, hey, can you help me make like a space radar effect where you can have like the, sweep, the sweeping red line around the green circles that shows up with ships? I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Uh, what do you need it by? In three hours. <laughs> In three hours? See, that's when you charge them $100 per hour? Mm-hmm. $300. I mean, bucks. on Easy. the one hand, I probably could charge. But on the other hand, like, Squidtastic's a bro. He's a cool dude. And it was a challenge because I thought... I bet I could get a half-decent-looking radar effect in about, like, at least two hours. Less, hopefully. And so I quickly just, like, started slamming away in the, you know, Adobe Illustrator and After Effects. I finally got an effect that I actually quite like it, and I might try playing around with it more later. Like, you know, like, you know how they have, like, the noise that kind of pulses in and out along the little red dot that shows the ship coming yeah. in and whatnot? Yeah. I mean, you managed to get that to work, and I thought, yeah, this is... <laughs> This is unexpected fun. <laughs> so uh, I was very happy to see that uh, Squidtastic did finish this film. I thought it was a ton of fun. If that dude takes anything with classic space, you know it's going to be a win. So uh, yeah, go check it out. So y'all did good, uh, Frighten and Fear People. Whoop whoop. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird way to phrase it, Frighten Fear People. See, the, I don't know. But, I don't know when the results come out. So hopefully soon. I'd yeah, like we'll to know. probably be hearing about that soon. I know. Hopefully. If I win, I'd wager this weekend. Well, if I win, or maybe next weekend. Hit, like, if I win, and that's big. If if that's, I win, that's high talk there, Sam. Just well, saying, that's just why coming said, right out and saying, well, if I win. No, no, I'm saying like know. if if I get first place and that you get a uh, a free dragon frame uh, thing. I don't know what I'm gonna do because I already have dragon frame. Dra- uh, you could have two dragon frames. Can I just like ask? <laughs> take twice the number of shots. <laughs> can I honestly? If I get, I'm help. I'm really hoping I get second because I need more brick stuff lights. I'm really banking <laughs> on. I'm getting. Don't second. we all? Don't I'm we all? Balling for I second. Like, I feel like that's a trick right there. You're not supposed to get first. You're supposed to get second or like third. I don't know what the third place prize. Uh, it's. What, what is the third place? It was two custom uh, minifigures of zombies and see here's the problem oh. we can't release this episode until the results come out why because the judges are going to hear this and go hmm you know how i could really mess the sam just make him win first place if they get first place <laughs> i'm going to ask for the money that they got for dragon frame because i don't need it <laughs> just give me that's 400 dollars just give me just, just just give me the money for the dragon frame because I already have Shut it. up and give me money, Dude, not just take it. Get, but just get just use two dragon frames. You wonder who one of the coolest people in Star Wars is? Darth Maul. He's got two lightsaber blades. Mm-hmm. They can't kill him. They literally can't kill him. Until, okay, until Re- Rebels, but the point being. Alright, let's not ruin <laughs> it for every, I haven't seen the series. Let's Everybody knows. I think they would have brought back Darth Maul and Rise of Skywalker if it would have made any money at all. I, I don't know. That's the level we're at, people. I mean, they brought him back in Solo. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. Well, that takes place around the Rebels era. For someone who had never seen Clone Wars or Rebels up until that point, until, like, after that movie, whenever he got on screen, I was, me and Hank, like, me and my brother looked at each other and we went, he's alive? Since he... Since <laughs> when? Did he that's, get... That's, did that was get, my like, reaction. <laughs> I was like, did he get messed up by Obi-Wan Kenobi? How is he alive? And then I went online. They're like, it was it, it was explained in Clone Wars. I'm like, ah, that's why I don't know. Exactly. Darth Maul. He's we have the technology to, to rebuild him. We have the technology. <laughs> but 
but I don't want to spend a lot of money. Just give him some weird claw-like legs. Exactly. The six million dollar mall. Mm-hmm. That's a money. I'd... That is a brick film that's a, idea. That's a... No. Actually, that's a podcast episode title at some point, but it's also a brick film idea. Jeez. I gotta write I that. It. I gotta write that down. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, that's my cousin's engagement video or uh, card. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. You probably shouldn't write down the sixty million dollar mall on that. I'm writing it down. <laughs> but yeah, I misspelled million. Although while I'm on this tangent, Terrence is gonna grill me later. I just gotta say this. Finally, watching all the Star Wars sequels and just getting it over with has really pushed me even more to make like an actual Star Wars film. I think you can no. do it. I just I was left so hollow just, just and give empty up on it. after Rise of Skywalker. I felt no feelings. I was at least hoping I'd get like, you know, Neil Breen but in space. I couldn't even get that. This felt so hollowed out by the end. So I mean for I me like every single time I only watched Rise of Skywalker only once. But like what am I trying to say here? Like I just felt confused the entire time. I was just like, why is he back? Hello? Like, I think there was this one scene where, like, what do you call it? Spoilers again? Where, like, Poe was just, like, saying he's back. And he just closes his eyes because he actually has no reason why he's back. He's just like, he's just back. We don't know why. I don't know how. Because that's literally the actor was like, I actually don't know how to explain this. What the hell? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't. I, we, it's like we could go in. Logic is. Mm. We could go into a gigantic tangent on the Star Wars stuff, but again, I agree with Chris. Let's wait for Jared oh, to get gosh. here because I'm sure Jared wants to Let's, completely yeah. rip the la- or the Rise of Skywalker a new one. This is true. Yes. Let's wait oh, yeah, for let's wait for Mando that. season two as well because I am actually quite excited for that. Oh, someone who didn't like the that first season is excited for the second season. That's poetic. I didn't say I didn't like the first season. I just said I don't like. I didn't like it as much as some people did. I, I don't think it's deserving of as much credit as a lot of people give it. It's not the best piece of Star Wars media out there. That's many claim it to be. I think we need to go um, back to three hosts. But again, relative. Oh my god. Yeah. That's about time. Well, I've put in my resignation letter, ladies and gentlemen. We I don't accept get in the We ether. don't accept it. Get back here. Oh, man. Just when I you're... thought I could get away, they pulled me you right know, back just in. Cause, just because you're not a host anymore doesn't mean you can't be a scapegoat. Just saying. <laughs> wow, that's that's a really nice way to demote yeah. someone. Like, who is Frame 100? We're four hosts and one scapegoat here wow. to talk about brick films. That's literally like be, that's literally wow. like saying you've been demoted to customer. That's just the worst. Fa- uh, no, 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 no. What do, we, do we have a name? Do I have a name for our audience? The Frame 100 ers Frame 100s? No. The I mean, framers. We're, we're the crew. The framers. Mm, that is a okay. horrible yeah. name. I hate it so much. It's like the spiritual no. prequel to the cleaners. Mm-hmm. We, no. we probably have like a ch- four choices. Each no. one of us, fi- each like five of us, will like come up with a single name and then have a Twitter poll on it. I'd be okay with that. Framers, That's a good but for idea. right now, yeah. That's a good idea. if you guys take a picture of Trevor <laughs> and turn him into a goat, we will shout you out in the next episode. We are cutting this. I swear to God. We are not. And it has to be done within the first hour of this upload. Yes. Yeah. We'll make it. We'll be super inconsistent. (laughs) 
That will, literally will be the goat. You see, Trev says we're going to cut this, but who really controls the edit? And who pre- who doesn't always preview the episodes before they release? Ooh. Okay, well, who's a busy guy who's a college film student? I'm also busy, but if, they, if uh, these guys hello, said, hey, Trev, Photoshop Chris on a goat, busy. I'd be like, heck yeah, I'll be the best looking goat ever. That's what. Mm. You never heard of Eight classes movies? will be Can my reckoning. Yeah, I don't... Okay, this is... Eight classes in these four will be my reckoning, I should say. For all those that are about to enter college, whatever you do, do not listen to your advisor when they say you should take 18 credits. You will (laughs) die, no matter what. Nobody told me to. I just decided to be dumb and do so. But it's only for this one semester, which is nice. Like, I... There's two classes I'm taking that don't fall over into next semester, and I don't need to take anything extra next semester wait um, how many hours how many it's, it's gonna so, how many credit hours did you say you were taking trev um well i'm i'm getting 18 credits for this semester yeah yeah and what's the maximum number um 18 <laughs> oh holy crap so they, like, they usually do credits slightly differently so you gotta have yeah. the max number in there to really keep the context they usually recommend say- 15 um which is i think taking one less class or, or at least like in my situation because like i have five holy or no, i have four animation courses specifically that like tie into like my major my major is still technically filmmaking but i'm in like the anim- i'm on the animation route so I have four classes within animation. And then on top of that, I have a sound design class I'm in. Uh, I'm in a screenwriting class as well. And then I have a division of liberal arts class, which is like a gen ed basically that I have to take. There's one that like every student who goes to the school is required to take. And so I'm doing that this semester just to get it done and over with. I figured it'd be nice because with being online, I don't have to like put as much work into it per se. Because it's a very... Ooh, that's a dangerous thought. <laughs> it's a very throwaway class. Um, that's rough, buddy. Yeah. That's oh rough, God. buddy. I finally know See, the context of that. I finally know the context of that. Well, I, I've known the context of it for a while, but, like, I actually have seen the episode and can fully understand it. Did you uh, finish I'm, it, Trevor? Actually, you finished no. Free? I am... I am on, we are on the last chunk, my, my roommate and I have been watching it, we are on the last chunk of episodes, so I think it's like the last three, because on Netflix they're all bunched together, or something. That's the last episode, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I think the we're, one we're hour trying, episode, like the last three episodes, it's like 90 one. minutes or something, it's like an hour and a half long, so we're trying to finish that up this weekend, so you guys might be seeing that Avatar oh episode gosh, sooner rather than later. Yeah. It's happening! It's happening! <laughs> <laughs> We're finally going to get the Avatar The Last Airbender podcast and just, not is, featuring M. Night Shyamalan. And just so I can say this on the podcast before, the, we can skip The Legend of Korra. It was not that great. Just oh, saying. did you end up actually watching it? I've been watching clips on YouTube, and I do not like the direction mm-hmm. they took some of this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. To me, it, ruin, Have a nice it day. ruined the first, uh, the, the, the actual Avatar. But we gotta save this for the show, though. Yeah, I'll, I'm I'll talk. Not planning to watch Korra anytime soon, and I want to know why by hearing you say why. It's just, <laughs> I like I probably need to go through the series, but yeah, we'll we'll wait and do that. But that's just my opinion on it. But yeah, exactly. Anyway, Man, things are happening. Thing. This is this is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I also agree with Marcus. Don't take maximum number of credits. 
I know when, uh, for my last three years of undergrad, and I also did the senior design project, which was a big beast of a problem. I was up to 21 credits out of 21 credits per semester. Holy the crap. Last three of undergrad. So how many classes total was that? Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it, it ranged depending no. on the number of credits per course. If I was looking okay, anywhere from yeah. like six, I think at maximum seven courses. And the problem is that the last year at my university for senior design, the professors just straight up say, you have no life. Your life is senior design. I'm like, okay. So Sounds imagine having right. no life and trying to balance a ton of other classes at the same time. Nice. Uh, never trust mechanical engineers. That's what I learned in the end. Why but do you I know talk what to you, you again? Learn? Always trust coffee. Always trust coffee. <laughs> hint, Are hint, you there yet, Trev? Nice, nice, Trev, Trev. I don't... I... I don't drink, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm underage. You're close. <laughs> You're really close. <laughs> but yet you do One drink lemonade every day. I do drink lemonade. Yes. Well, not every day. I'm still very much a water person. I'm. Yeah. Sam has indicated the fact that he had a beer before we started. Mm-hmm. It's it gets me talkative. All right. Sorry. <laughs> that works. I mean, yeah, hey, maybe we'll I should have had it. one before I started. This if is anybody, the only time we actually want for you to be talkative. Anyways. That is true. If if you get if any of you actually meet me in person at Brick Fair, I am super awkward and super quiet. But if we go to Buffalo Wild true. Wings, and I one beer, Sam. It's one, one beer, Sam. Sam I'll get talkative. One, one beer, Sam. Sam. Or if it's the last day of Brick Fair and suddenly pull off comes out. Yeah, pull off will come <laughs> out probably. Hello. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway. So we're gonna transition, I think, to brick film review. Brick film review. Brick, brick film, film of the review. week. We should get an actual segue in the history. We should get an actual jingle for that segment. We might have to um, talk to, to Toast again. Only a tri- only a Trev sings. You have to sing. It. Okay. <laughs> I, that was not Never mind. Trev doesn't have to sing it. Good, because you don't want that anyways. Trev, you're the one who brought... I, I kind of wanted it. It'd be funny. Trev, you're the one who brought this film up. Why don't you talk about it a little bit? Mm-hmm. I, I feel kind of bad that we're talking about this without Jared here as well, because Jared is a massive uh, Ryan Johnson fan. Or should I say Stan? Oh, wait. I'm sorry. We don't use the word Stan. Uh, Get out. That's been outlawed from here on in. And then there were three. And then there were... <laughs> but, um, yeah, today we're going to be looking at a lego knives out recreation uh called eat shit in lego we're gonna uh, have the dragon by frame effect, joe bor by joe bor 1777 uh i know who's also a good friend of jared's um we're just really we're, we're really dogging jared this week because he just decided not to show up because he's being an adult um this is what happens when you become an adult kids <laughs> but um yeah, it's a recreation of a very popular scene from the 2019 uh, film *Knives Out*, uh, directed by Ryan Johnson. I love it. It's great. I, I I think it's such a cool little recreation. Um, I don't know. What do you guys have to say on the subject? I, and speaking of, have we all seen it here? I don't remember yes. if all of us have yeah. seen it. Yep. Okay. Say, I yeah. I really I liked think... it. Hmm. 
That's... I think he struck gold with the marketing because it's currently at about 10,000 views, which is pretty good. Yeah. Well, I know a couple, I think like Screen Rant uh, was, they got some coverage on it. So that definitely gave it a big boost in, in viewership, I'm sure. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean, I trust Screen Rant about as far as I can throw him for anything. But I was like, hey, it's mm-hmm. a brick film. Hey, I know that dude. Like, that, that definitely <laughs> made my day. Mm-hmm. He uh he look mom I'm famous. He does a lot of recreations. I'm trying to think I'm blanking though on yeah. what, what all he did, but he does a really good job. Well, he did a major part he, in Brick the uh, Star Wars event too. Yeah. yeah, Joe Bor and uh Jared both teamed up together for the last Jedi portion of uh the Star Wars celebration that Brick Film Day did. Um which uh, arguably I think was the best section. Don't tell anybody. But um I'm totally not biased, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> but um yeah i i really love this like i the one thing i find really impressive about it is the uh set design because it's very not common for you to find sets that use one by two sand blue bricks with like ridges in the sides of them like i'm maybe maybe uh joe Bohr, if you have anything to like say about it like i'm really interested in where you got all those like i don't know if it was was it just like a bricklink purchase or was there a specific set that they all came in i've never even seen them in sand blue before so that was that was new to me um but yeah i mean that... i would just dare venture bricklink oh i'm sure yeah but like that and the designs for the characters like it is kind of funny how much uh a bunch of like the existing uh minifigure prints like match up with the characters from the film um like chris evans you know you, you just use the captain america head and you've got the sweater which works the sweater piece which works perfectly i have a couple of those myself and i've yet to use them in a brick film um but very soon i think i'm going to be using some um yeah overall really great film um highly recommend it you guys should go check it out I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to? I was really a fan with the mouth animation. Wait a minute. Yeah. The mouth animation it felt very Lego. It it didn't feel like awkward. It didn't feel like it didn't fit for me anyway. But it it felt like I'm got to disagree. I don't know. I I liked it. Mm Hmm. My problem is that it's you're anim you're animating the teeth more than you're animating the mouth. Now, granted, I mean, Joe Moore clearly put mostly emphasis into the animation and recreating the feel of the scene. So I can totally get, you know, mouth animation's not exactly, you know, something you want to highly prioritize in comparison to everything else. But at the same time, I feel like the the, tech, the technique of blacking out the mouth, especially with some sort of just paint program, it doesn't quite do the trick for me. I mean, again, it, it works with uh, synchronized with all the lines and whatnot, but I think this would have been a good opportunity, especially because you have, have more flexibility with the faces, to do full rigging in After Effects or Premiere. Mm-hmm. Like, I keep referencing Guadamax as one of the big examples of really good facial animation. Granted, it takes a while to do, but it just looks so good when you're done. To the point where, if you're going to try and animate the mouth at all, you might as well just go all the way. But again, I don't know his constraints. I think it still works. It definitely doesn't detract from the film. But I'm not quite sure I'd agree and say that the mouth animation really works for me. I Yeah, I, I fully agree with your point, Chris. Um I've I've had that gripe about mouth animation for a while now and like I, I think it's just because we've never 
like as a brick film community there hasn't just been a super concise clear like best method to turn to um because no there's really no way of doing it yeah there's no way of doing it that like is super simple and easy to pump out um without putting in just a bunch of extra time really the easiest method would probably just be head swapping with like those uh, phonetic uh true yeah that's that probably the didn't they make those like, i feel like minifig so long me or something made those or something yeah they do i actually yeah. i have a set of them that i won from uh brick world chicago from nice. their film festival i have yeah, yet to use fest. them i remember now yeah i have yet to use them i don't think i ever will maybe i'll do some tests with them Ooh. at some point in the future well do you what do you want them i'll just give them to you <laughs> yeah i'll take them i'll okay. do something with them that works yeah i'm gonna yeah. quickly interject Send them my way. <laughs> like for the mouth animation like i think there was one frame where i, I didn't see the movie so i don't know any of the characters but there's this one an- part where like the figure's head had his mouth already open oh like, um chris evans on. character yeah yeah no no i don't think it was chris evans like like and then he made like an o shape with like using the with the mouth animation and it like mm-hmm. looked a little bit weird so I, I don't know about that part. Yeah. So that's part of the problem too. There's uh and I could I could go into my whole speech signal processing class, but nobody wants that. Don't do there's it. There's several mouth <laughs> movements where you really pull the mouth tight and forward, like definitely a lot of ooh sounds where mm-hmm. you you know your mouth forms a really small discrete circle. Uh I can't find the exact Captain America face used for Chris Evans here, but I'm currently looking at uh one from the new uh Avengers truck takedown set. And the way that the, the mouth is pretty similar to the actual minifigure. There is no way that you can do a good ooh or uh sound and not erase the area around the mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's going to be very tricky because it's going to take a lot of spot corrections in, say, Adobe After Effects. And at that point, if you're putting in that much work, you might as well render whole new mouths. Yeah. Uh, one thing I've been doing on the side, too, is I've been playing around a lot with mecha bricks and creating custom textures. And honestly, it's not really difficult. You get yourself a reference, you make sure it lines up in... Uh, in the render with Mechabrix's tools. And then if you want to make like every facial expression under the sun, it's not really that difficult. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm kind of leaning more into. I mean, again, because I feel really horrible for harping on this. I think Joe Boy did a really good job with this film, but it's not a technique. I really want to like praise or a lot of attention to, I guess more just say it's like a kind of a, a little weak point in an otherwise really good film. Mm-hmm. Shame on all of you. You work so hard on the mouth no, animation. No shade. Just, no shade here. It's just it, it, like oh, it's, it's a genuine so critique, and shade. and I fully agree. Oh, yeah. shut up, Sam. Um, <laughs> like you don't and do I, any critique of anybody else's work. Trev, you're one to talk. Sam, you're the one to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I got to turn on you now. <laughs> no, please don't do it. I, I right, finally was next, in the forefront. For the, next, for the rest of the podcast, we are going to make fun of Trev and his uh, unfinished war film. What do you mean for the next 30 minutes? Every what do you mean for the next 30 minutes? This we is do that every as always. You don't have to do announce that? it like it, <laughs> we do that you don't have to announce like it's some big grand new no, thing. No, 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 no. By announcing, we're going to be a lot more brutal now. Look here. I'll find a middle spot here, okay? If you want to do facial animations to give the impression they're talking, I feel like works but there is a lot of background research and science behind methods for making it look like someone is actually talking out through dialogue mm-hmm. and you have to stop me before i go into the whole nvidia demonstration today with some of the new ai because it's freaking sick but the point <laughs> being if you want to do a fairly good mouth animation to make it look like the character's talking 
One thing you really are going to get sidetracked by using the standard blackout method, I guess this is what we're going to call it, I don't have another name for it, the blackout is that you method. can't capture the full range of mouth of mouth movement and also tongue and palate placement. Mm-hmm. So, there's my, there's my little, my, my, to find the middle ground here. My method that I would pitch, just don't do it at all. <laughs> like, I... D- just don't yeah, use voices at all, guys. I argue... <laughs> With those yes, faces that you have, silent films use. for the rest of time. I but like I would argue that mouth animation. You know there there's so much that can be illustrated through body language, um, over specifically like reading somebody's lips, and I think with the animation medium especially, it's a lot easier to kind of fall into the pit of like oh well if I just make the character's mouth move that's going to make my job easier and it ends up inadvertently making the picture less engaging just because you're looking at you know a wind flap opening and closing um so there's there's something like really um engaging about like seeing a character getting their whole body into it uh like hands moving shoulders moving uh you know head turning back and forth up and down (laughs) like you know utilizing the neck like yeah there there's a lot of um really cool nuanced stuff you can do with that that's um it's not as like is it weird to say that just looking at a mouth talking is cliche (laughs) like is that weird to say it's very weird to say isn't it (laughs) well like sorry before i answer that I love how you mentioned what do you call it, like moving the neck, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think I think in that nice out animation, that recreation, he did a bit of that with the Lego. Yeah, movie. The, there's like, he did. really cool, that's actually. something I've been seeing a lot of people do recently, and I think again that was something popularized by the Lego movies. Like people kind of caught on to that in there, um, where like yeah, there's there's a way you can like kind of scrape out the inside of a minifig head, and oh, you that's can. What he did. Yeah, like, you can use that as a method to either, like, loosen the head up to help it, like, swivel easier. Um, like, I actually did that for uh, a shot in A Deal to Die For, um, because I had to have a character oh, who was oh. So it does very, exist. Very, it does exist, yes. <laughs> I had a shot where I had a character... I know, though. Oh, my God. I had a character who was, like, how, very slowly reading a piece of paper. How are you able to sand it out, though? What was that? How are you able to sand it out, though, without having a guilty conscience? I could so, never do that. Like, yeah, I was like, man, this hurts doing this. Like, I think I'm going to end up just ordering another version of the same face it, uh, imagine, or the same head online. But Imagine Chris has to do a brick film with Iron Man minifigures, and he has to do it. With every single figure. <laughs> I'll do it. Oh! What, you think, you think I'm going to break down and start crying about I Love You 3000? Heck no, Marcus. I just got Space Iron Man, and I didn't have to give up a, a lung or a liver for it. So you know what? I will animate an Iron Man fight scene. Mm-hmm. Just a question of when? I don't know. I don't schedule <laughs> deadlines and then never meet them. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, there, there's that That's method. Like, you can you can go at it with like a piece of sandpaper or like at a knife and kind of like chip away and like sand down the insides of the tube within the minifig head, and that helps with like either. Like- like allowing the head to move a lot smoother or, you know, helping to move it like back and forth or side to side at like a, an angled, uh, I think angle, I guess. I th- doesn't, uh, doesn't Pong, doesn't he sand his heads or is that somebody else? Pong does use it fairly often. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, I don't think it's uncommon. I think I was going to do that for episode three and Chris being a purist was like, don't do that. You'll ruin the figure. <laughs> 
I'm a purist, like, a but like a... I can I can I can vouch for doing something that's going to help make the animation process actually move a bit smoother. Like on a scale of removing arms to dumping Craggle and Mega Bloks, it's definitely more <laughs> towards the removing arms. <laughs> my my thing though is that the minifigure head will wear down over time. I don't see a reason to rush it. In fact, if anything, sometimes I need the head to just like hold still, especially if it has some sort of headgear that's really obtrusive, or if my hand is just prone to knocking a minifigure the wrong way. Oh, I do that all the time. Well, it's like I know I, I have yeah. like two versions of the head that I use for Alex for my unlucky life, uh, the Bobby Bowie head, um, and one of them that I have is really, really. Uh, what's the word? It, it moves really, really easily uh, when I have it on a figure's head. So I have that one, and that I can like use for a lot more um, subtle movements because it's easier to like really slightly swivel ahead. And then I have another version which is a lot stiffer. Um, but I think even inside that one, I have some sticky tack in there to help it like stay in place a bit better. Um, that's one thing that definitely helps out a lot is putting like sticky tack inside the tube. Yeah. So that's the thing that, like, with sticky tack, I mean, it can get old and dried up and just, uh Like, you can sand down a minifigure to make it move easier, but you can't sand up a minifigure to make it move harder. Mm-hmm. And so I figure you might as well just, like, not try and degrade it any further than it's just going to naturally degrade. Well, ABS is just a sucky plastic in that it can get really messed up over time. Mm-hmm. Like, sunlight. Sunlight will obliterate abs if left for too long oh yeah you i wanted the doctor for that that's a fun little thing <laughs> yep i remember like with guadamax some of her animations she was doing some stuff outside and i'm like guadamax make sure they're in shade the abs is gonna decay and she's like don't tell me what to do i'm like okay so that was a pretty cut and dried conversation there like lego does wear down i'd be very hesitant to like accelerate that process i guess but hey, whatever gets the job done. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> the one thing I am thinking about now, because it's been on my mind all day, what would be really cool, what would probably change the whole facial animation thing, is if there was some way to generate the expressions, but then let some sort of other program take it and assemble your mouth movements for you. AI some sort be of like, like AI or something. Like I think it'd be cool, and I think it's something like that where we're able to brick filmers be a lot easier mm-hmm. am i gonna make it probably not could someone do it probably yeah i'm sure yeah yeah something to think about mm-hmm. what we got next in line gents i think we have sure. thought-provoking question of the week oh Ooh. boy oh who's, boy who's to provoke some thoughts who's... do we need a jingle for this one trev are you gonna sing it I'm not going to be singing any of the jingles. But, Thought-provoking yeah, question could... of the week! Bum, bum. Insert Jared's theme song. That, I'm remixing that later tonight, Perfect. okay? That, that is going to happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So, who? I missed last week, so I, whose turn is it this week? Is it... I did I did it last week. So it been, mm-hmm. oh, it's mine. I do believe... Uh, I do believe it's... Is it my week or is it your week? Does it matter at this point? Rock, paper, scissors, but audio only. 
Oh my gosh, no. I'm just going to take over and do it because uh, I'm taking charge tonight. <laughs> I've taken too much well, crap. I've taken too much crap the rest of the day. Would you expect anything different take from over. us? No, I literally expected nothing. We got to stay on brand. Because that's, that's how you guys always no, are. Just, we all have a role to play in, in the great ecosystem of Frame 100. And this is an ecosystem. It is going here. to fail very soon. <laughs> Point being. <laughs> all right, Trev. Mm-hmm. Hit us with the question. Provoke us with thoughts. All right. So, uh, is there a dream that you've had that you wish could become reality? And if so, please explain this dream and why you wish it became a reality. Okay, so hang on. Are we talking like a dream that you've had while sleeping or a dream like I have the dream of finishing Ace Brickman? A finished horror film. Yeah. While sleeping. Yes. Like something that was not prompted while you were conscious. Dude, I don't remember my dreams. All right, hang on. That's sad. I had one recently. I can... Yeah, let Chris go first. I gotta think think back to my dreams. Please explain, Chris. I'm actually very interested because I don't think the four of us have ever talked about a subject like this before. (laughs) And that's kind of why I wanted to cover that today. Generally, I don't remember a lot of dreams. Like, I remember bits and pieces I thought about. And being in school, most of my dreams revolve around, like, whatever I was doing that day, but doing it wrong. Like, Mm. I took circuits. I used to dream through the circuits textbook problems, but I'd be doing them wrong in my dreams. They would just stress me out. It was so dumb. (laughs) But uh, I recently had a dream where I was in astronaut training, which was awesome. Because we were on Earth. We were, you know, doing all the standard stuff and whatnot. And by the time I got to the second stage in the dream, like, it was supposed to be like a four-stage mission. So, like, training on Earth, uh, training on the International Space Station, and then straight to the moon, and then Mars. And I thought, this is going to be just the coolest thing ever. I don't know who would schedule a mission like this. It's got to be a dream. But uh, (laughs) the point being, I got to the International Space Station, and then I woke up, and that sucked. But the thing is, the dream revolved around space exploration and space travel, so I would absolutely, hands down, love to do that. I agree. Space would be so cool to go and, you know, get to visit. Space is cool. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's getting getting more and more likely with the commercialization of space exploration. But go yeah, go Elon. That, so go Elon. But you yeah. see, no one, no one can hear you scream in space. That's why Wait, it's worth it. That's why it's what worth it. Aliens? That's, yes, that is it's the nice tagline from aliens. Yes. Well, aliens is also science fiction. Keyword being fiction. That you know of. Exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty confident on this one. Ridley Scott has Just actually saying. he's actually seen into a far off universe and knows exactly what's going on there. And this is just his like real life depiction of an actual astronaut's account of fighting a xenomorph. But they're actually not called xenomorphs. They're called something completely different. He just got the translation wrong because you know it's from a different universe. So like you know there there, there was there was a bit of like so, a miscommunication so there within like the, the within the satellite frequencies. So it, yeah, it just kind of got ruined. But um, yeah, that's. Hmm. I would love to say satellite frequency miscommunication. That's a dumb until I realize that both the satellites my university has launched have had that problem. <laughs> so never mind. You're, You're okay. <laughs> I'll just say that if Ridley Scott's that was, that was a subtle like, call out to visions, you, Chris. yeah, exactly. You know what's up. 
if Ridley Scott's visions though are like actual real life, I hope it ends with aliens and we don't go further than that. Because if Alien Covenant is real life, get me off this planet. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, keep me on this planet so I never have to deal with that. Wait, does that mean Blade Runner is real? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, I can it live could. I'd rather Blade Runner be. Well, real technically, than it's not because it's it's 2020. It's, it's already past 2019. In 2019 like, was the year that the no, original happened, so like... Sorry, yeah. Blade Runner 2049. My bad. Oh, 49. I guess we have time, but like, technically, if you were considering the like, direct chronology of the, both of those, we'd have to already have advanced to the point where we were at, uh, we were at the original for us to warrant getting to the point where we were at 40, or 2049. Let's so. try and not get too nerdy here, Trev. <laughs> This is this two. is why I posed this question was because I just wanted to hear what the heck you guys had to say and then absolutely just dump on it with the stupidest like logic. Oh, it's I working. Could. It's working. It's been quite entertaining Oof. so far. <laughs> um, I hope other people are enjoying dream. this. Throw out your dream. I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess I can go next. Um, Ed dreams. Yes. I gotta think like because I don't remember my dreams. That's the issue. So. What I remember, the last dream mm. I remember. Make something up. Yeah, I know, I'm not going to make kind of what your dreams up. do. Um, I had a dream <laughs> to where. I did actually finish Ace Brickman. I did finish it, I remember. <laughs> no, it but haunts it him was, even in his dreams. It, it, I mean, that's a fair dream to have and want to accomplish. It was a good, like, everybody liked it. But then, like, a whole. I think it was like a Hollywood executive wanted to buy it from me. What? Like wanted wanted to buy the story oh, from me, and Sam, were you drinking that night? I was not. <laughs> and I think so I said, I, I think I said yes, and it was like I became well, how much? Yeah, there better have been good royalties on that. Three million dollars, I think. <gasps> That's cheap. That's so cheap. If you live in Caldwell, man, you're like a millionaire. You are a millionaire. Uh, well, no, well, no crap. Well, you have three you have million, million dollars. You're a millionaire. Oh my god! <laughs> but you could have a, you could have five hundred thousand dollars and be a millionaire in Caldwell. Um, mm. but yeah, I like he bought it. I remember, and it turned into a sour dream. So up until this point, I want it to become true. Okay, after mm-hmm. I think it was like after that point, it turned sour because they locked me out of it. Dang. They, probably what's gonna end I had no creative control over my character. Um, I didn't get to control the story. Um, they changed a bunch of stuff. So, like, it wasn't the Rose Killer. It was something else. Um, the, chi- the Daffodil Arsonist. It was, like, the Chief. <laughs> I think it was, like, the Chief and Ace were gender swapped. No, I'm sorry. Hang on. The chief was gender swapped, and Alice wasn't even in it. It was like they changed it a lot, and I, in the dream, I remember like going to the exec and be like, "Hey, this isn't what I signed up for," and they said, "Well, get used to it because it's going to happen again." And then I woke up. Sequel time. And then I woke up. Sequel time, baby. And I was like, I don't have a sequel planned for Ace Brickman. Maybe it's a good thing I don't have a sequel planned for Ace Brickman. But I don't Let's like. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Oh, I, I don't plan on writing a sequel. Um, but <laughs> even though you're already weird. working on nine others, technically. I mean, technically, I'm. I'm it's working a ten-part on... series. 
I think me and I think is I'm... it really a sequel though? If it's another episode in the series, yeah. No, there's no. It's, there's it's a there... sequel to the first episode. There's no and then a sequel two. to that episode. There's no so a deal two. to die for is a sequel to a deal to die for two free sandwiches. I never said that ever. They're not even made by the same creator. I gave you no creative control over it. There was no selling yes, of royalties like in yeah, Sam's you, Dream, you, which at least was well mannered in that instance. But it you was gave him, gave, you gave me none, so I took it. Didn't I didn't buy film. it because it's worth nothing. But like it was just a, it was weird because I, I mean I think I said last time I had a guy from L.A. that's helping me write. Like help me with the lighting stuff, but mm-hmm. it it almost didn't feel real because it was like, why would you buy Ace Brickman? Like just a little <laughs> it's rink- trash, right? No, it's like just this little <laughs> rinky dink YouTube video. Oh, I uh, you know how I am. I can't say anything it's nice. Like it, I can't miss say anything nice about what it's I not do. Like it won do any it. awards or anything, which it did. But yeah, it was weird, man. Like it was a good dream up until. They started changing everything, and then I was like, "All right, I'm ready for this dream to be over. I'm gonna go jump off a so, bridge." So yeah, you would want you would want everything prior to selling it off to be yes, or prior to like losing creative control to yeah. Come I think that's okay. I think that's my one worry about like if somebody does want to do an Ace Brickman series or something like it is I have no I have no mm-hmm. control over this my series. I think that's my probably my biggest fear is losing control of Ace. So, very understandable fear because that happens too often in in hollywood these days honestly yeah so that was my dream depressing but that's all i got sorry guys not that exciting not nothing like being an astronaut (laughs) well we never even made it to the moon so having ace brickman films being an astronaut which is better you decide this is Being turning into like an epic rap battle. By it's turning into an epic rap battle. Uh, Brain 100. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about yeah, that? was a pretty good impression, Trev. Ace Rickman. I'm done. Marcus, how about you, sir? What 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 dream have you got to lay on us? I'm I'm terrified of what this could be. <laughs> okay, so first you guys got to know something about me. Oh, so like, I usually sleep like around like eight to like maybe ten hours sometimes, right? Maybe I wish. Six to a healthy ten. sleep schedule. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> no, no, Who no, because that's he? like usually during the Who summertime, you know. Mm-hmm. So Sorry. like, this is weird because like I usually have like five dreams in one night. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I I have that. You overachiever. That that happens sometimes to me, and like I remember all of the dreams. But, like, I forget about it, like, a month later or something. But anyway, so this dream happened to me recently. So it's a normal life, actually. Like, I'm I'm playing my card game, right? I'm winning. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And then I'm at the restaurant at, at my family's job. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm serving these customers. And then I realize something. These people aren't wearing masks. Oh, and then I started smiling, and I'm like, I'm not wearing a mask. Why is nobody wearing a mask? I'm like, oh, wait, this isn't real life. And then I woke up. Actually, it has more parallels to real life than an actual dream, not going to lie. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's, that's basically what I wish for, for oh, the stupid pandemic campus. to go away. Don't we all? That, that, that was literally the point of my dream. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's a good... It's... I mean, on the one hand, I agree with you. On the other hand, it, it could have been a little more ambitious. 
It's true. Like yeah. you could have just streamed up a unicorn, you would have had a unicorn. I mean, do you guys want to hear like a super super crazy dream, like back in middle school crazy dream? Dude, that's that's one that I have too. What the heck? <laughs> Actually, mine's from all right, all right, all right. So this was this was back in middle school. Okay, so this like, God, how long ago was middle school? Ten ten years ago? Sounds about right. Yeah, ten to eleven years why ago. Why are you so old? Why why are you why are you so? I have no idea where I was gonna go with this. I don't either. <laughs> Anyway, so this was in middle school. So it was like, what, you you wake up at like 6 a.m., 7 a.m., you walk through the doors, and then I'm like the first one there because like I have to wake up super early because dad had to go to work, so he just dropped me off. I'm first one there, and as soon as I walk in, right, this is the start of the dream, by the way, obviously. I walk into the doors, and the place is infested with zombies. Okay, pants ahead. Oh, this is getting exciting. This, and then okay, I'm like, pants ahead. Oh crap! I gotta run for my life. It's, it's it's really hard to remember a dream from eleven years ago, but essentially, essentially, my parents pulled up in like. My parents pulled up to the door to the school, and he they're like, "Yo, you gotta get in. We gotta go." And I'm like, "Where are we going?" And then for some odd reason, I got knocked out mm-hmm. along the way, and then I woke up. In the basement of my house, in this very room, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And then for some for some odd reason, my mom had like this other room, like you know how like those like guns room, like you flip it and all that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, like a gun wall. Yeah. yeah. Like a gun wall, and then she had a gun wall, and then there was like a mini gun. You saw a tank (laughs) and all that, and then like my best friend Ramon was there, and I was like, "What is going on, guys?" And they're they're like, yo, we're gonna we're gonna ride out, kill some zombies, save the world. That's all we do. That that, that was literally the dream. I have no idea. It's, it's been we trade dreams. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> trade you dreams. can keep the dream, Marcus. I don't mess around with zombies, man. <laughs> I, I think this is around the time like when I started watching episode. like The Walking Dead. No, I don't think The Walking Dead came out at that time. I think it was like when like it's been around for what eight seasons so like yeah it would have been out then i i I don't know if you'd started watching it then but Uh, i don't know it would have been around that yeah it's been around for too long let's put it that way (laughs) but yeah that's that's the craziest dream i've had so far in my entire life and you would want that to become reality no, no. I was just sharing my. That was dream. that was the whole point of the question. Oh well, you shared. The <laughs> no, no, no. I, I answered the question with That's the right. pandemic being over, but I That's wanted right. to show you guys like how crazy my dreams can be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would take that over the pandemic we're currently facing, because going out with a bang, literally with zombies, that'd be so much cooler than just Bro, doing I'm, nothing. Trevi'd be the first one doors. to go. Say I'm done with it, and I'd be, go, I'd be okay with that and my suffering. I am. Like you'd trip over a bench, and a zombie would get you. Like, how do you become a zombie, Trev? I tripped over a bench. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm the first. Well, they, it's okay. I'm I falling the They wouldn't ground. be able to ask me that question because they can't coherently speak. So I, mean, I would ask you because I'd also be a zombie. See, I, I would fall in a trash can. Honestly, I'd go out on my own terms. With parrots? If there was a zombie apocalypse, I'd go out on my own terms. This got dark very quick. Anyway. Sam, no, don't do it. Don't kill yourself. You have so much to live for. If there's a zombie apocalypse, man... Trev, what's your dream? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, mine would be probably, I, I think it was from the elementary school era of my life. Um, it was back when I was really into Pokemon. 
uh, and I was a really big fan. Like it was the f- the first game I had played was Pokemon Diamond on the DS. Um, oh, you're a diamond. Okay, I see. <laughs> yeah, I shine bright <laughs> like one. So you know, I hate that joke so much. Why did I make that? Anyways, uh, I was really big into Pokemon Diamond and like this the legendary from that game, Dialga. Um, and so. I forget the details, like, 100% on, like, what went down in the dream, but I do remember it was, it consisted of me being stuck in this really large, like, mansion, manor sort of building made out of, like, dark oak, and it involved me riding on Dialga's back, like, through this building fending off ghosts here and there before we inevitably reach the top floor of this mansion. And we, like, had to fight off some, like, demon lord. And I just remember it was one of the most epic dreams I've ever had. <laughs> Sorry, so, were you playing Pokemon, Luigi's like, Mansion, or Doom Eternal? Well, I'm see, I, I had only played Pokemon at that point in time. I had never, I don't even think I had heard of, like, Luigi's Mansion and and the 2016 game hadn't even been out at that time, so like I wouldn't have even known what Doom was because I hope you weren't playing Doom as a child. I, hope, I was. I'm, it's good I wasn't. Yeah, this is why Sam is the way he is now, and it's not fun. Dude, there's a lot know. of reasons the way I am now. Mm. We don't have time. To, we don't have time to get into that. I'm happy I'm not one of those yeah. reasons because, I mean, it would show. But <laughs> <laughs> see, guys, I can take digs at myself. I'm funny like that. <laughs> anyway. Um, I just remember, like, that dream ended up becoming this very weird basis for a comic that I, like, like, a comic series I tried writing for a number of years, and it was, like, something where it started myself, and I basically, like, went into all these different, like, worlds and realms, and not understanding that copyright was a thing, I, you know, like, I included, like, Lego, and Pokemon, and, like, all these other, like, franchises and ip i was in at the time without having any recollection of like copyright <laughs> um because you know i was i would have been like what 10 10 11 12 um you would have been child years old yes child i would have been child old. i would have been child um so yeah that was uh that was one of the coolest dreams i can like recollect on uh just because it was a cool adventure like you know something to Something to get out of the house and go do. Um, I have a really messed up dream. I, I have a really messed up dream, if you guys want to hear that. But do you want it to be a reality, though? No, I don't. Well, mm, well that doesn't it, answer the question. It could actually work because it didn't, like, quote-unquote, star me. So... Well, your dream is to be Justice Smith. He's a guy in <laughs> De- Detective Pikachu, right? No. No. Oh, yes, yeah, no, Justice Smith was the one in Detective Okay, because I was like, it's not yeah. Jaden Smith, I know that for uh, that's, sure. You, you said, you, that's what I thought, that's yeah. what I thought you said was Jaden, so like, I was like, it wasn't yeah. Jaden, no, but Justice, Justice Smith. was in Detective Pikachu, Jaden was trying to figure out if mirrors are real or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. You know what, I'm going to explain it anyway, uh, because, I, you know, I oh, it no. would be it would be interesting to see it become a reality, I wouldn't want to wish it on anyone. But, How many um, dragon frame deletes are we gonna have to put in? None. You're the 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 ending is a little interesting, but 
I don't think it's anything. Oh, no. it, it's nothing you would see out of the ordinary in most media these days. But basically, it was before I had even seen Joker, and I had envisioned this whole like film world about that like the Joker was in, and it was like, I guess if um if it was like considered a part of like the canon for that film, it probably would have happened after uh the the finale of the movie so basically joker he's risen to power he has a tv show now for some godforsaken reason and so this kid shows up for like a job interview at this you know tv station and it's like all situated in this giant warehouse um and so basically this this guy he's like trying to this intern dude he's trying to find the joker directly and talk to him and be like hey i'm here for the job like what do you need me to do i'm really excited to like you know start working here so he asks around a couple people like employees that are there and they tell him to go into the bathroom which i am pretty sure the reason i thought of that was because you know in the trailers you see the scene of him like dancing in the bathroom um so the kid is directed to go to the bathroom he does and he's in the bathroom and there's like a couple people who are, you know actually like doing their business in the bathroom and one of them like talks starts talking to the guy and like you know ridiculing him or whatever and then the joker comes into the bathroom and this dude that was ridiculing the intern um like makes some other like remark about the intern and as the intern is like turned away from the both of them you just hear like this sound of like somebody getting like hit with something so for some reason there's a rotary phone in this bathroom and the joker is holding it It, it's it's very obviously been stained at that point and you just see this this person who is now lying on the ground in a lot of pain uh, this is literally injustice. This, this is, is literally <laughs> that one part in Injustice where Joker mm-hmm. is running that whole mafia thing and there's a couple thugs that he takes out. It wasn't in the bathroom though, but you mm-hmm. literally just copied. Basically, yeah, from it, it, it ends it ends with like some other like actor who was on like the show that the Joker ran. It's like this big like chef character guy. He like ends up coming into the bathroom. He sees what oh, so what John is gone. <laughs> yeah. He sees what's gone down and he ends up like grabbing the Joker and holding him back from like attacking the intern. And then that's when I woke up in a hot sweat and had no clue what just went through my head. And for some reason that's stuck with me ever since I guess it would have been like last October. And keep in mind, this all came to me before I had even seen the movie. Like Because you played Injustice. I've never played Injustice before. Like, well, that in itself isn't an injustice. Hey, Trev. Trev <laughs> wow. is the Joker, guys. Trev, I, I... Basically, what I'm hearing is that we live in society because anyone can cook. <laughs> Trev, yes. I, yes. I, I, I don't even know how to say it. I, I think you need to go get yourself checked out. Because I think I need mental help, but it's okay. Oh, I've done that for a while. Honestly. Mm-hmm. But... Just imagining the, uh, the meme template... Or it's just all Trev after he explains his dream, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't understand. That's a meme. That's a so, meme. Don't we already have a, a joke you know, Trev? We live That's in a the meme. society bottom text. That's a meme. 
<laughs> it is a meme. Oh, so yeah, that's she uh, was now that's... thinking about injustice, and I got it for free on Steam. And I was like, you can get it for free on Steam, but the deal's over, so you can't. Oh well, you didn't tell me. Stuff, sorry, you didn't tell well, me. I mean, I didn't figure it out until my friends like, dude, Injustice Two is on sale. Oh shoot, it's free. That's not a sale. That's free. That's Check free. Chris, just get There's it. a difference. You know, it got really confusing really quick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, those are those are my <laughs> very uh, one bizarre and two bizarre and slightly terrifying and concerning dreams i'm actually scared um, for you i'm happy we could both i'm happy all of us could you know share this with the world i think i forgot dude, this is getting you're, you're gonna have to tell us what your next dream is before the batman this is gonna get crazy oh god, oh, god. yeah i i and <laughs> can we, okay see and i riddle me this Trevor. Oh, man can we? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna predict the movie before the movie comes out. I'm gonna predict it with like a dream I have, and it's gonna be crazy. People aren't gonna believe me. Bef- what if I dream a deal to die before it releases? No. Before we. Oh, wait, I already did. Before we mm-hmm. end the episode, can we talk about the Batman trailer? That, sure. Yeah, I'm yes. down. Dude, that was an amazing trailer. I'm so pumped. Robert Pattinson. I'm I'm all in. He looks great. Yeah, he looks Dude, great, we're gonna man. To stop, we're gonna have to stop calling him the Twilight guy. That's what's gonna happen. Oh no, there's still people Bat that call Pat. him the Twilight guy. Bat Pat, man, them. he's gonna he's gonna wreck he's gonna wreck the competition. I mean, I I would argue that this does this film very well is shaping up to be better than Nolan's trilogy. Like personally, yeah. personally, I I I stand. Uh, I I'm I'm a sucker. I have a soft spot for the um, is it the '89 Tim Burton film. Yeah. Um, I love that film a lot. Like I, I love the quirkiness of it. Jack Nicholson is amazing, and he's an amazing Joker. Um, not my favorite, of course, but I, I, I have a soft spot for that film. But like, yeah, the Nolan trilogy is also amazing as well. Um, Jared Leto, man. I don't know, man. I, I really, I really do like the direction this is taking, and it's, it's funny because I feel like it's, it's this cool thing where it's doing a lot that I think the Lego Batman was movie was trying to do with like the characters in that film where you were getting like a lot of really new um, like character arcs and like different designs for all like the characters. Interpretations. Yeah. Like the, the, the different yeah. um, interpretations of them were very interesting. Um, and so I like I think that they're doing more with that, is that they're not trying to cover grounds that have already been covered. They're yeah. just like, all right, here's Batman. He exists. You know who Batman is. Show up and read a comic book. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Hold on yeah. your butts. If you get, I you watch. Know, that's a great way to go about it. I, I don't need do... to see his parents die for the hundredth time. Do the MCU Spider-Man approach and just never show the origin. You know, we all know that already. Like, I think you can allude we, to it. We don't it. need to see the parents' death, like, for the 20th time. Exactly. Like, you can allude to it, but yep. don't replay the whole scene. I mean, we just... We just got Joker last year, which literally does the same thing in that. Um, just be fresh. Go fresh with it. Like, well, I love the angle um, that they're... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Did, did anybody watch the Matt Reeves uh, uh, presentation on it? I know. Like, from from within fandom? I, yeah. It's, Except I didn't channel. watch as yeah. much as fandom as I probably should have. So what I think he talked about was it's two, it's like year two of him being Batman, and it, he's not Batman yes, yet. Yes, It's like a criminology mm-hmm. experiment that he's doing, and I think he, I I could see him like showing it, but not like taking the 
I want to say like taking like the Batman versus Superman route, where it's like, don't it's, do that. It's not. Try me, Trev. Um, but I think he's gonna do. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I don't think he's gonna be. I don't think he's gonna show like the whole thing, but he might show like the before and the after, but may not show parents actually getting killed. You know what I mean? Like, there's many ways that he could do it, yeah. as long as it isn't Martha. What is your name? Just like, don't retread the ground. Don't be show it in a different light. Don't be doing that to Batman versus Superman, Chris. I will fight you. I will die on this. Like, hill. I, I, I won't lie when yeah, I say until I, until I yell your mother's name. Oh my god. I won't lie when Lock I say. Lock your 74s, mom. What is that name? I hate you. I won't lie when I say that, like the um, the homecoming and far from home approach, where like they just kind of don't acknowledge Uncle Ben, like also kind of works, like because it it you know I, it takes a very different angle from like where the character has always been positioned, and I think that's why I do like the character because we're not retreading the same thing that we've not only seen in the comics, but we've seen in two other film franchises already before. More if you consider, like, cartoons and other, you know, adaptations of the the comics. Um, it's, like, something that, you know, it's kind of just common knowledge. But granted, that's not, like, always the kind of route you want to go with. Because that, that that's one thing I think happened that, want, that films fall into a lot. Especially with sequels. You kind of just expect that a person has seen the previous film. And I don't like that. Like, I, I like when you acknowledge it. But I also like when you kind of don't focus on the fact that it's a sequel for super long and you still try to make it its own thing and have it stand on its own two legs like there wasn't a film before it yeah well i that and to be in the defense like spider-man homecoming was trying to do a very different spider-man entirely that would be mcu friendly Mm -hmm. so that's just an advantage as well I think we could really go into this, but we're probably running over time. And we yeah, yeah. Leave the and some of the superhero stuff so Jared can get involved. One last thing I'll say though is the the fact that they showed off stuff from only to- the first like twenty five percent of shooting the film. That's insane. Like, mm. they it, it seems like they've already shot so much of the film, and that's not even everything that they've shot. Obviously, it's a two two and a half minute snippet of everything they've gotten so far i mean all you just really need is this batman beating the crap out of someone exactly that, that usually sells it which he does I love, exactly. I love how everybody when like like ben affleck did batman and he was beating people he was everyone was like oh no batman doesn't do this but then when like robert pattinson does it like, oh and i'm like guys bat pat messes people up man he doesn't take no prisoners well, hey, you I'm know like, what? ben affleck walked so robert pattinson could run <laughs> that's the way i see it but then again, I mean, Ben Affleck, basically, he lost a fight because Superman said, your mom. So that was kind of a little setback there. <laughs> your mom. Oh, my God. Am I, I didn't wrong, e- though? I didn't Am even I think wrong? about it like that. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, I've overanalyzed that scene to the ends of the earth and back. You can't stop me. Just hmm. so everybody is aware, me and Chris and Jared have all gotten a fight over Batman versus Superman in our Discord chat. That's more of a respectful mm. discussion. No, we've we gotten into an argument. We don't even want to go. We don't want to go. That's into not how this. I saw it, but okay. <laughs> we don't want to go. I'm pretty sure Chris writes novels when he's passionate about things. This is true. I never finished <laughs> Very them. true. But I'm the same way. So like, we're not really deeming Chris as like the only sinner here. Yeah, except Chris's uh, makes sense. Speaking of sins, the Batman. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> The point being, 
as long as as long as we have better writing than your mom, we should be fine. But yeah, I'm very, very much excited for this next incarnation of Batman. And Suicide Squad. I guess as well. I also love the idea. Indie. I love the fact that DC's just like, look, we're gonna have fun with it. And if we ever want to bring them together, we'll invoke the fact that we are the king of multiverses. And you know what? <laughs> That's a, a genius idea. We should probably wrap this up, though. Yes. Yeah. Sam, let's, uh, Sam let's, looks like he has an aneurysm. Let's do that. Ooh. Anyways, thanks for listening to this episode of the Frame 100 Podcast. If you have any thoughts on any of the topics we discussed today, please leave a comment or tag us on Twitter with hashtag Frame100Podcast. We'd also like to thank Lots of Toast for the awesome theme music. Please check out his channel and support his work. If you want to hear more from us three hosts and one scapegoat, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Until then, stay tuned for our next episode, and keep brick filming!